Welcome to Wadcast. I'm Charlene Gianetti, editor of Woman Around Town. The word mentor was inspired by a character in Homer's Odyssey. The actual mentor in the story was an old man, but the goddess Athena took on his appearance to guide Odysseus's son, Telemachus. These days, mentors may not be gods or goddesses, but many of them do take their role to mentor others very seriously. Do you need a mentor? What should you look for when searching for one? We have someone who can help us answer some questions. Cheryl Hyatt of Hyatt Fennell Executive Search has more than 20 years of executive search consulting experience, and she brings over 30 years of management and organizational leadership experience to her role with clients. Her breadth of experience, knowledge, and contacts makes her sought after professionally in her field. We're pleased she can join us to talk about mentorship. Welcome, Cheryl. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Charlene, for asking me. Well, let's start with who needs a mentor? So I believe that everyone needs a mentor. At some point in their life, uh, no matter if it's personal or even you know professional, I think that a mentor helps individuals grow in their own perspective, whether it's through their business or through their personal life. What qualities should someone look for when trying to find a mentor? Well, I think it all depends on what they're seeking to be mentored in. So if it's a professional, which is what I'll concentrate on today, if it's a professional mentor, they should look for someone that has the qualities and the qualifications that they are seeking to emulate. So depending on their area of expertise, they would want to find someone who uh, I believe has a better understanding of what it is that they're going to do and is able to help them grow in their role um, personally and professionally. So how do you approach someone that you would like to be your mentor? Do you ask outright or is that too forward? I think it all depends on who the person is. If it's someone that you know, if it's someone that you've had contact with on a continual basis, I think that asking, you know, would you would you mind, uh, you know, that I, I value the skills that you have, I value what you can bring, and I would really like to, you know, ask you to help me and, and mentor me in what I'm where I'm looking to grow. Um, If it's somebody that you don't know, usually you try to find a connection to that person, someone that they might know that you have in common. Um, You can ask outright. I think it's a little more difficult if there isn't some bond that draws the two of you together. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between a godfather and a mentor? Can one person play both roles? I think it's difficult for an individual to be able to play both roles, but I have known several, and I have had several mentors in my life at different stages depending on where I want to be. There have been a couple who have been able to share both roles, 
And but I think it's more difficult. I think that those two those two roles are quite different from each other, um, especially when you're trying to mentor someone. And uh, instead of uh, kind of nurturing and coddling them as a as a godfather would. Yeah, I guess we should say what a godfather can do for you as opposed to what a mentor would do. So a godfather more or less helps move you through. Um, it's not so much a teaching role as it is more of a uh, networking, you know, a, a helping get you from where you need to be to to where you want to go and is able to help with those, those steps along the way, making those introductions, um, giving you, kind of giving you what you need to get there mm-hmm. as opposed to having you, a mentor, on the other hand, is someone who helps you to grow, who teaches you, who, um, who you look to for advice and counsel and who does those types of things that you want to kind of fall into their footsteps. You would like to do it in their, the same way they do things. Should the mentor be someone in your own industry or even in your own company, or is it better to find someone outside? Most of the time it's better to find someone outside the company, uh, depending on where you start within the company. But if you're up in the C-suite, you know, sometimes it's better to find someone outside. And does that mentor have to be in the same field as you? It depends on how you're looking to grow. Mm-hmm. If if you want to grow within your industry and you want to continue to uh, ask questions and um, have someone that you can look to in order to determine what's the next step or what does this mean, it's best to have someone in the industry mm-hmm. because then they'll know those responses and those answers. Someone who's been doing it or who has lived it. Okay. If you are looking to grow, I would say personally, and there are a number of ways in which you need to do that, that does not necessarily need to be in your same field or in your industry. How specific should you be about your expectations? What you hope a mentor can help you achieve? So I think you, I think as a person, we need to be very specific on what we're looking to do. But we also have to be quite flexible because what we think or what I think I need may not really be what I need. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be open dialogue and transparency to say, this is where I hope to be. This is what I hope to accomplish and, and, and set goals. I hope to accomplish this within three years, within five years, within a year. And if for some reason your goals and your expectations, they may be out of line with where they should be. So allowing yourself that flexibility to work with your mentor to say, you know, I set this goal for three years. Is this realistic? Mm-hmm. You know, can, can I achieve a presidency in three years or do I need two steps before I can get to a presidency of a company mm-hmm. um, we we deal a lot with higher education and so I have had several individuals who I've coached now that's different than mentored right but I have coached into saying 
you know, I think there's a few steps. You have some gaps in your experience that you need to accomplish before you can get from point A to point C. You do have to have that B in there. And so, you know, I've helped work through what does that mean. And I think everyone needs to have a person who can help determine how do they, where do they need to be to get from A to C? How do they do that? And then help mentor them into that, um, that arena. We do hear a lot about coaching these days, life coaches, work coaches. So how, do, how does a coach differ from a mentor? So a coach provides more uh, advice and counsel. Not that a mentor doesn't, but a mentor really kind of takes you under their wing and helps you along. So they kind of walk beside you um, and sometimes from the back pushing you to say this is where you could be. You can accomplish this. Uh, Whereas a coach really is helping to provide advice that given where you are, Here's how you need to get to there. So it's it's a different type of um, counsel when you're being a mentor to someone versus coaching someone. And you know if when I'm coaching someone, depending on whether it's a, a long-term commitment. So I am not a life coach, and I am not you know a, a permanent coach for um, experience, but. I am helpful, especially in regarding um, growing in your in your employment history, right? I am helpful in getting you from point A to point B, or at least telling you what you need along the way, not showing you the way. And I think that's where it comes in with a mentor. A mentor is somebody more permanent, somebody that you are going to rely on on a more continual basis than you would a coach. So what does the mentor get out of this relationship? I think there's a number of things that a mentor does. So even if you are the mentee, you have a lot to give. And everyone, it doesn't matter where you are in life, everyone, I believe, has something to learn. And you should always be learning. It should be life as a continual lesson as we go through. So to me, I think a mentor is learning from the person that they are mentoring. And whether whether or not how they learn that, what they learn, is probably different from what they think they will um, or what they have to offer. And I think that a, a mentor also, you know, you feel good about it. And, and in today's day and age, it's tough to feel good about a lot of things sometimes. <laughs> right, right. So to be able to feel good about what you're able to do, and when you see that person that you're mentoring get to that step and, and achieve something, whether it was what they set out to achieve or not, you'll be able to see it in them. It makes you feel good. So I, I think that... I think it provides benefits on both ends as a mentor and also as somebody being mentored. Can you have more than one mentor at the same time? Yes. And I think it depends on what you're looking, where you're looking to go in your life. Mm -hmm. So 
sometimes it's best to have one that you depend upon, that you can count on, that you are very transparent with for everything. They, they know you, they understand you, and they can help guide you. Mm-hmm. You may want to reach out to someone else to help mentor you for another project that you might have or, uh, you know, especially if you're talking skill sets and experience in order to achieve the next level in your career path, you may have to reach out to someone else because they have, they have the skills to get you to that next step. Whereas you may maintain one mentor throughout your whole life and have different ones that you're adding into there depending on where you are within your cycle. So on the mentors part of it, can you mentor multiple people at the same time? I think that's more difficult. Um, And I think it all depends on how dependent that mentor, that the person that's being mentored, the mentee is. Mm -hmm. Um, If, you know, if they are more dependent on you, you talk to them weekly or bi-weekly, and and you have an opportunity to help them move through things, you know, it can be taxing on time. So I think if you're a mentor, it depends on who it is you're mentoring, how much time is involved. I mean, people, people are very, very busy these days, and you're not, you don't just, I was telling someone the other day, you know, these days we don't just live our work life and then come home like maybe our parents or grandparents or great-grandparents did and then come home and then we forget about work. Uh, Nowadays, it's kind of all blended, you know, Mm -hmm. so you have a lead a blended work-life balance. And so I think it's sometimes more difficult to have more than one um, just because of the time that it takes to really do a good job in helping someone else on their career path or wherever it is they're heading. Should there be some sort of confidentiality agreement when you enter one of these relationships? I think that if it is a professional um, mentorship and if it is a an agreed-to mentorship that is more, um, you know, where we have something signed or we do something along those way, those lines, then yes. And should it be confidential and, you know, taking care of in that manner? I believe so. Um, you wouldn't, as a mentee, someone would be happy to say, oh, you know what, I look to so-and-so for assistance in this particular area. You know, they've got a great expertise in that area so I'm looking to them so the confidentiality there in who it is is not as important as you know I want to feel comfortable if someone is mentoring me and I don't I don't understand a phrase I don't understand some piece of my position I want to be able to ask them without you know feeling that it's it's a dumb question Right. And, you know, we've all heard there's no question too dumb. There's no question that shouldn't be asked if you don't know. It's the only way to learn. But you want to make sure that that you are feeling comfortable. Right. So that's why I think that honesty 
and that confidentiality with your mentor is important so that you can ask silly questions um, because obviously it wasn't silly to you if you needed to ask it. So is that confidentiality, uh, you know, just assumed or do you say something about that at the beginning that this is your expectation that what is talked about remains between the two of you? I, I would mention it. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, sometimes people don't realize how they're breaching confidentiality. Mm-hmm. They might not think it's a breach of a confidentiality when they're talking to someone. Uh, they not, might not recognize it. So I think if you lay out the parameters from early on to say, you know, I'd like to have, I, I would very much like to have you mentor me in those arenas. I'd, I'd like this to remain between us. The questions that I ask, you know, some of the things that I don't know and that you'll be helping me with, if that could remain confidential, I will always be honest with you and I ask that you're always honest with me and, you know, we have that openness between us. I, I think it's best when both parties lay out exactly what their expectations are from the start and not assume anything because... We all know what that does. What happens if the relationship isn't working out? How do you break up? <laughs> um, you know, I think that I think that's probably a hard thing, depending on who it is. So, if this is a um, if this is a relationship that you've created with someone that is more professional, and you don't really know them. There isn't an interaction daily or you're not working in the same company. I think that's a little easier to be able to say, you know, I appreciate everything you've taught me up until now, how you've really helped me up until now. I think now I need something different. And so I'm going to look for that something different in another person. I think that's easier than if you're going to end up seeing each other daily. And if you have somebody that's in your same company that at one point was mentoring you and now you are not having those same types of conversations. I think it's more difficult, but I, once again, people appreciate honesty. And so to be able to say that and to be able to be transparent, I think that's probably the best way to go. Is the current uh, Me Too environment affecting mentor-mentee relationships. Uh, in other words, are there are some men reluctant to mentor women? They are. They are, and I think it depends the field, and I think it depends the the individuals. Mm-hmm. There are there are people today who are much more reluctant to do a lot of things because. You just don't know. Um, And I think that's a, I think it's great that everybody is aware of this now. I think that's a, I think that's a good thing that has come out of all of this Me Too, that more people are being made aware of things. But on the other hand, I also think it it makes people more standoffish. Mm. They're a little more afraid to get close to anyone even if it's just in this type of a relationship because of what the public sees, because of what may happen, you know. And so there's some concern there. 
Um, but, but I don't think that stops anyone. I don't think that people, people are genuinely caring, I believe. So if they have achieved success, I believe most people want to share that. And so that's why I think it's, while people are more reluctant and hesitant, I still think it can happen. And I just think it's because of the bond that can happen between those two people. Should something be said at the onset when setting up a mentor-mentee relationship about all of that? You bet. Mm -hmm. I think a discussion on that is really important, even if it's just to find out what that other person is thinking. Mm -hmm. It's best when two people, right, are thinking the same thoughts about that type of environment, Mm -hmm. that Me Too syndrome, as opposed to assuming that they both have the same thoughts on it or assuming that nothing needs to be said because, you know, if it comes out, then we'll talk about it. I really think you need to lay things out on the table first. Mm -hmm. I do that in every relationship I have, whether it's with my staff, whether it's with my colleagues, whether it's with my clients, I'm pretty transparent, and I'm usually like everybody to know what's going on up front so that no one is blindsided. Mm -hmm. No one says, well, I thought something else. Uh, I think it's important they need to know up front what you're thinking. Are mentors ever threatened by mentees in terms of success? I mean, I think about, you know, the all about Eve syndrome where, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a mentee took over for mm-hmm. uh, the woman she thought was, you know, the woman thought she was mentoring this, this young woman. So is that ever a concern? I'm sure it is. I'm sure a lot of people um, could be threatened by it. And I see it often. You know, in in higher education, I see it a lot in executive recruiting that people don't want to share all their information. They keep something back because mm. it, you know, it it doesn't. They're they're not. Uh, they might be threatened, and their job could be gone. I'll tell you what: the best mentors, the ones that I have known, they are strong and they are wonderful in their profession. They're very skilled, and they don't have a threat. In fact, a good mentor is someone who hopes that they've mentored that person well enough that they can take over. So it's that whole succession planning and do it better than I do it. Or, you know, if I'm if I'm mentoring someone and I watch them go from my company to a better company, to a bigger um, position, to a, you know, a a much richer type of relationship, I am, I have succeeded as well. And so that's how I think those ones who are really good mentors feel. They are the ones who will help you move on and up. And that's success for that mentor. How can social media be used in finding a mentor? So I think you can use certain formats of social media, right? There are there are times when social media I think is phenomenal and it's used wisely and 
you know, it helps people. There are other times when it can hinder and hurt. I think that LinkedIn is a great source in regard to a professional um, discussion board, finding someone who can help you in that manner, um, looking to others that are in your profession that may have different strengths than you do or are at different institutions where you hope to be at some point, and you can reach out to them. You know, people by nature want to provide advice and counsel. They like it when they're asked things like that. So I say reach out, you know, talk to people. I, you can usually tell, you know, most people's gut feeling is pretty good. You can usually tell if it's going to be a success. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. There are those times when it doesn't work out quite the way you expect it to. But most times it does. And so you reach out and you may find someone who's going to help you succeed. And it could be, you know, someone that you've never met before, but you've met them online through one of these sources. Mm -hmm. Should mentees pay it forward and mentor someone? Of course. Um, I think that everybody should, no matter, you know, what walk of life you're in. I think people are genuinely good, so they want to help others. And I know if I've been helped by someone and I can help someone else, and it might not be in that perspective, it might be in another, I think that's the best the best thing to do. Um, you know how you feel once you have moved forward, you have progressed as a mentee, then in turn, you know, you should provide that same feeling to others and be able to to pay it forward. Depending on where you are in your career, is it possible to play both roles, to have a mentor, but also possibly mentoring others? It certainly is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the best feeling because you're learning from someone and you're able to move forward in whether it's your career path or wherever you're headed, you're moving forward and you can see that trajectory happening. And so at the same time, you're able to tell others as you look back to your mentee and say, I was where you were, this is where I am now, and that's where I hope to be. So, you know, playing kind of that middle person to be able to continue to learn And we all should be learners, no matter what we're doing. So continuing to learn and moving forward, while at the same time helping others to get to where we are, I think is, you know, I think the world will be better that way. Uh, And I think more businesses will be quite successful if that happens. Cheryl, in your long career, does anything stand out in terms of the experiences that you personally have had, either being a mentor or a mentee? So this is what I tell a lot of a lot of people that you know come to me and look for for advice. And I have said that there are there are many individuals that I have crossed paths with in my career. Right, I've been doing this over twenty four years. I've met a lot of people, but it's probably just a handful or two of people that I truly value what they have provided me with. Um, I have learned, and I have learned from 
their mistakes that they're willing to share with me. And so I have felt that I could do the same. And I've watched how they've done it with grace and charm and, and been able to, to turn it back and pay it forward with others by doing the same thing. So we can't all be successful at everything we do. And we are going to make mistakes no matter what, what it is throughout our life and our career that I tell people the best thing is you learn in a number of ways. You learn from people watching them, whether how to do something or how not to do something. And so I think that's what makes us better at our job, whatever that might be. Well, Cheryl, this is all such great advice. I also predict you'll probably be getting some phone calls from people who would like you to mentor them. (laughs) I would welcome that opportunity. I've found that the longer I'm doing this, the more I really value that piece. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because I've been mentored well. And, you know, I think it has helped me to be successful in the things that I've been able to accomplish. Well, that's wonderful. Well, again, we've been speaking with Cheryl Hyatt about mentoring. And Cheryl, thank you so much for being here. Um, Wonderful. uh, And I'm Charlene Gianetti, editor of Woman Around Town. And thank you for listening.